After Buzzers, welcome to the finale of The Expanse. I just had to be dramatic, you know. Uh, we have a couple special guests. We're going to cover all the stuff that happened at the end. The ring. Do we trust Ashford? I don't know. That's still up for question. And, you know, some people didn't make it out so well. We'll talk about all that and more. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, and welcome to the Expanse After Show. We're covering episodes 12, Congregation, and episode 13, Abaddon's Gate, so the finale of the Expanse. My name is Carrie Lane. I'm joined by my awesome co-hosts. Hey, guys. I'm Rick Hong. I'm with Cherry to the left. Hey, everybody. And our special guest via Skype, we have none other than Bobby Draper, Frankie Adams. Yay! Yay! Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I, I gotta say, I'm a little freaked out to see you like in, in like a different clothing that's not a spacesuit. Oh <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's like you look great. Uh, you look great. Yeah, I'm it's not just... wearing a skin tight, late suit. Right. You've got earrings. <laughs> You're in your civvies. Yeah, I am, and it's cold here, so I'm all rugged up. All right. <laughs> um, well, first off, how was it filming the finale? A lot of fun. I think we did a lot of overtime, but it didn't matter because I got to do all the fights and fun things. Nice. Any particular mm. moments that stood out to you filming the finale? Uh, I loved the fight that I got to do with the other Marine. That was a, a highlight for the entire season, I think, because it was just so ruthless and dirty and, you know, we could have totally killed each other. So I, I really enjoyed that one. So no stunt double. You got to do that one all by yourself? I didn't have a stun double, but the other actress did. Okay, cool. Well, go you. Wait, so where, well, where did... I, I, I kind of like I like to do them. I, I enjoy the choreography and being able to use that skill, I guess. But um, the other actress was really new, so she was sort of like a bit nervous. So they brought one in for her, but she ended up doing a lot on the day too. Oh, cool. Well, I was trying to figure out yeah. how do you or where you get the inspiration to uh, play being shot. <laughs> like taking a I don't know, shot. I've never been shot before. Right, right. right. So I was trying to figure out where you drew the inspiration in that moment. Yeah. But if, if, if Frankie got shot, I think I would be like, ah! But it was Bobby, so she's a little more able, I think, in that way. She's like, no, I'm good. It's just a flesh wound. Right, right. Yeah, and, and the director reminded me on the day, like, you know, it's not a big deal. You haven't noticed yet. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. It's Bobby Draper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're going to go through the episode and uh, feel free to chime in on your thoughts as well of what went down because, you know, you're off filming your own segments and now you finally get to see how all the other pieces come together. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. I'm so proud of my friends how how amazing is it to see all the special effects when they're done really amazing i'm it always blows my mind my imagination sucks compared to what bob monroe and his team can do nice uh well at the very beginning we have all the ships orbiting the station clarissa's awake but thank goodness she has blockers otherwise uh you know she probably kicks some ass now ooh, who would win in a fight clarissa mao with her special Enhanced abilities or Bobby? Um, I think Bobby would still win because I think she's a little more skilled, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But the strength thing would be on her side, but I think that Bobby would be able to 
use her skill to get out of it. <laughs> Mine is Bobby versus Amos. That's what I was waiting for all season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to see that. I've heard, I've <laughs> heard things, but I don't want to spoil anything. But oh. I, I hear it might happen. Oh, I, oh, I don't know. I was thinking maybe there's be some sexual tension between the two characters because you know they're so they got the brawn and everything. So She's yeah, I think, I think they look good together, but I'm not sure if they're into each other like that. <laughs> sure, I think it's Alex. Well, oh, you want to comment? Alex, Alex is a good good friend. All right. Yeah, I saw on Twitter quite a lot of people are like, "Oh, Alex and Bobby," and you kind of were like, "No." Well, it's just a bit silly to think that, like, just because people of the opposite sex are really good friends and have a, a, a nice connection that they would want to have sex with each other. <laughs> no, well I just put. don't think that that's what she's about. I think she's sort of committed to her own role and what she has to do. I don't think she's worried about any sort of romantic Also, we're path. all... Yeah, and we're also all assuming what kind of person Bobby could be interested in because she could be <laughs> gay for all we know. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. Well, too. I mean, if she could. So I... I don't think she's defined by her sexuality, and that's been very clear from the start. Um, but yeah, she could be gay. I mean, that would be awesome too. I mean, clearly she's not into proto-molecules. So. <laughs> she's not into that. No, not, nothing blue. She's not into <laughs> that. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, we do have a live chat going, so if you're watching on YouTube, welcome. Uh, please let us know any questions you have for our guest. And if you're watching this later, please comment down below. We do have a question already from Top of the Pyramid. Cue for Frankie Adams. Was Bobby taking the seat next to Alex in the Rosie meant to signify that she'll be a permanent member of the crew? Mm. I think you guys know as much as I do. <laughs> I <hope so>. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, fair enough. Uh, then actually speaking back on Amos, Amos was trying, I like how Amos is ready to get rid of, um, Melba and I'm like, we'll go between Melba and Clarissa. I guess it depends on who's talking to her. And Anna is like, it's about us in terms of, you know, we can't stoop to their level. Who would have gotten rid of Clarissa in that moment and been like, ah, you're done. I would have. I would have. If I was Amos, that's what I'm, yeah, exactly. No, no time, no time for talk. Just get, get her, get out of there. Very dispassionately. And Frankie? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it's hard. I, I think I'm surprised Amos didn't shoot her, to be honest. But that was a cool moment. It was nice. And then in the end, though, it's good they didn't kill her because she proved extremely useful. But it was a great... Anna mm -hmm. and Amos this episode have been awesome, yes. like, polar opposites. And in exactly the same at, uh, throughout the episode. Did you guys yeah, pick I really up on that? That, that? that part too. I had nothing to do with it, but it was lovely to see. I think Amos is looking for another um, Jiminy Cricket on his mm. shoulder because him and his best friend forever, they've gotten back together again, but they're still mad at each other. And then his other friend left, so now he's sort of trying to figure out. Yeah, Prax is going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have Naomi and Alex are tracking Holden. They get the behemoth's message, and finally. The whole team goes somewhere. Nobody is left behind now. I like that, where they're like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. No, no, no. We're all going. Ba yeah, family's back together. <gasps> family's yes. back together. So family, yeah, stays together. Exactly. He's missed having a family since his is still on Mars. And yes. he's sort of abandoned his country or world family yeah. with the, the Martians. 
Uh, and actually, speaking of Martians, we meet Captain Chandra Lucas, who's in charge of the Martians now. Uh, you had a couple of scenes with her. How were those, Frankie? Wonderful. She was such a, an amazing actress. She was very wise and uh, she was kind of nervous. It was it was interesting being the, the younger person in that circumstance, but the one that was a little more experienced. So it was kind of a good contrast there. And she's so talented. I was a little bit scared of her, I think. Really? <laughs> she had this amazing presence and I thought that was perfect for that, that sort of role. Yeah, she definitely had a very good commanding presence. Uh, I really yeah. liked her short and kind of... Um, uh, salt and pepper hair mm -hmm. kind of give yeah, you a I wise look it feels like mars really like strong command commander type people because they seem to have gravitated towards ashford who's leading them down the wrong path but he's doing it with such fervor mm. and so strongly led it feels like mars likes that in a person male or female a leader <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Lucas wants to talk with Holden, but obviously doesn't really go well. I was a little surprised, but not really surprised because it's like, oh yeah, they're on the ship. When Ashford came to talk to him, where and it was anybody surprised? But it's like, oh Ashford, hello. No, because he wants the Belters to be treated like they're equal to Mars or to Earth. Yeah, and him having him as a prisoner of war with them, yeah, elevates them. Yeah, true. I agree. Uh, I love, though, that he goes, I'm not here to judge you, but as soon as Holden tells him something, he immediately is like, are you sure about that? Did you really see that? <laughs> it's like, excuse me, sir, it you asked. Crazy, it sounds crazy, right? It I mean... sounds crazy, but I found it amusing that he thought he sounded crazy at the beginning, and then when he put the clues together, he realized he wasn't crazy, but he still wanted to go his own way despite knowing what, what, what the repercussions would yes. be. Yes. Uh, that's when we learn out the learn the proto molecule is not a weapon, not exactly. Uh, it's trying to build a road and doesn't really care about us human beings, and not, probably because it still doesn't really understand what people are. What I know, what I liked was what, uh, yeah, like Holden says it talks about like how we're like that world is considered just like an like ants. Like yeah. ants in the ant hill, and it's like mm -hmm. we just we just walk over it, yeah. and that's kind of the same thing for them. It's just like us; we're just like the little ants in the ant, ant dirt, dirty ant hill. Yeah, yeah, because the creators I don't think are even humanoid. I don't think they're yeah. anything like us, so it has no um, realm of great well, analogy. We had the cr then the creepy line, which I'm like, ooh, the episode went dark. Is when he said we're in a graveyard and we need to leave immediately. It's like, oh, we went dark suddenly. Uh, now, then we have more Martians. They get to stay on the ship, but no weapons or armor. And I immediately was like, something's going to go wrong. How is that giving up your armor? Uh, pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> Especially to Diogo. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, no. But uh, I really enjoyed doing that scene because that was my first time working with David. Mm. And he readable so you sort of have to really like step up when he's around but um yeah it was hilarious because i think we did this one take where andrew like slapped the arm as he's like mm -hmm. and i just looked at him like don't you fucking do that ah. <laughs> but then we were like let's not do that because she would probably shoot you if you were to touch her armor while she's wearing it and so we, we dropped that take but it was pretty <laughs> true <fun>. that <laughs> Michael Pia in the chat wanted to ask, how hard is it for Bobby to go back to being a regular soldier after saving Mars? Um, I think that probably makes her feel more comfortable and more at home. 
I think it was probably harder for her to to leave. So I it was I think it's more like she's going back home and this is a little more comfortable for her, but her Marines this time were uh not so friendly. Mm-hmm. I suppose a, a little yeah. more hard work I think was was what got her the second time yeah. around where she was just like these guys are actually a little more ignorant because I've had these experiences I'm able to recognize that so that was probably more of a struggle for her Bobby's a little more well-traveled has seen a bit of the world in the universe and understands yeah she's cultured now yeah she's, <laughs> yeah, she's seen a lot <laughs> she's yeah. seen a lot she's got a lot she got to see water too <laughs> yeah uh, then we have, we get an update on Drummer, pretty much needs to be in a medical coma, and she's like, nope, because she is a fighter. Now, something kind of cool in the books, they combine characters, I think, for her, because that happens to somebody else. Oh, And I was like, cool. oh, I was wondering what would happen to her, and when they're describing that scene, uh, I was like, oh, that's who she's mixed with. Now, uh, had you read the books beforehand, Frankie? Uh, I read the first two, because I knew Bobby was in the second book, but I haven't read after that, I was going to order all the books online when we got cancelled and because I thought that would be a nice way to pay homage to the story. But yeah. um, obviously we're doing it now. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, started- that's kind of a question for you because um, Dominique didn't want to read ahead to know what happens to her character. Would you not want to read ahead to find out what happens to Bobby? I, I, I'm not really that patient I, li- I like the idea of finding everything out, but Bobby's not really in the next few books, so I think that it will just be a nice time to see what the writers do with her and what direction they take her in. Yeah. Where were you when you found out the show got picked up by Amazon? Did they call you, or did you just see it on the news? Uh, oh, I saw the boys posted the, uh, the video on, uh, on Twitter or something. And then I sent it to Dom, and she was asleep. Right, so she <laughs> said, yeah. Because it was a time difference. She was just like, when she woke up, she got all these messages, and everyone's just like, holy shit. Ah. Yeah, she told us, I think she told us that her, like, phone died. Yeah, the so. data was out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. But, yeah, a lot of those were from me because we'd already, you know, we talk a lot, and we had already talked about the whole the whole situation. So that just came as, like, a complete surprise, and it was wonderful. So then what, so what did you do to celebrate? Did you, like, did you go out and say, like, okay, I'm going to a pub, I'm going to a bar right now? <laughs> yeah, I... Old, uh, I told everyone at the conference, I was like, you guys get really drunk, and then I'll do that here. <laughs> so we came together, and I got some champagne Great. and drank it with my girlfriends. I love it. Oh, I love nice. it. That's so the way to cool. celebrate. Yes. Ah, I love it. <laughs> uh, then back to our, oh, the behemoth. We have Ashford in the mandatory blood donation, which was actually kind of cool of wanting to help everybody and it's like well if you're able-bodied enough you can donate blood uh, as in you're not injured then not to turn anyone away so that makes me kind of not hate him too much but then man i was kind of glad when diogo um got his ass whooped a bit when ashford's (laughs) like uh yeah missing supplies you punk yeah it's like I don't know. He's just like, well, who's? It's like you're supposed to know. It's your yeah. job. I just love it. It's like I don't know. I was like, yes. oh, those are like the words that you just give him a yes or a no, but you can't say <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Diego's always looking for like a parent or father figure, and he keeps picking the wrong one. This is true. 
Uh, then Bobby is escorting Holden with the other soldiers. And I love your facial reactions of you're not taking shit from any of them. Because they're just like, oh, well, you're injured. Or, you know, all these people are injured, but you're fine. And Bobby's like, stop. Just stop. Yeah, I think I think the, the correct line was, now everyone just shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really liked it. It was just so hard. Like, like Stephen and I couldn't keep a straight face because I had to turn around and say, you shut up too, <laughs> to Stephen. And we just could not stop laughing at that moment because it was just so out of character for me, but obviously very Bobby-like. Um, but once we got it in the end, I really I actually really liked watching that scene. It wasn't, as an actor, sometimes you see scenes and you're like, ooh, that makes me feel weird. But that scene sort of made me laugh and I quite liked it. <laughs> It's fun having her scold people because it's like <laughs> needs to put some people in their place for sure. Uh, Absolutely, had enough. She's like, "Oh my god, can you guys just stop talking? Come on, I'm doing my best." Yes. <laughs> uh, the Rossi crew arrives on the behemoth. Naomi's considered a des- deserter, which uh, made me roll my eyes. But I know she I, was knew. Thinking, I was thinking the same thing. But then when they brought it up, I'm like, "Well, that's actually true." True enough. You know, it's because we because it's because drummer let her go, so yes. they kind of felt like it was a blessing to say, like, yeah. "Okay, you can go." But right, but to everybody else coming back, right? I mean, in true military form, that yeah, that's, yeah. that's deserting. Uh, not allowed to see Holden. She's forced to go stabilize the grid, which, I don't know, if you have someone who's a deserter, I don't know if I put them in charge of fixing something important, because I'm like, they might go F it up on you. But at the same time, when there's like that... That's, when, you need yeah, everybody like to extra, help. Yeah, you're an extraterrestrial yes. being that's out there. It's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, uh, right. yeah. And Naomi wouldn't purposely kill anybody. I do think she no. was sabotaging the ship before. But that's just me. Yeah. I'm the only one that thinks that. Or sometimes she lies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have, oh, how hilarious was it to see Melba was locked up across the hallway from Holden? That was interesting. Hey, I'm Jim. What are you here for? Yeah. <laughs> her, her face, laughing. her face, yes. yeah, her face was classic. I loved it. Yeah, because I realized, I'd forgotten, he didn't know she's been trying to kill him all yeah, this time. he doesn't know. He doesn't know who she is. So now the loop. Uh, we get the, the tight beam going through, and they're just, you know, trying to get answers, how many people were worried that, like, maybe this is a bad plan? Anybody? No? I was like, I don't uh, know if we should do this. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I, honestly, that was the first time I had seen it since I read it. So I didn't ah. even, I had sort of forgot. But, yeah, I was, I was, I was worried as an audience. Right, yeah. <laughs> this episode, I felt a lot of anxiety at the end. Like, oh, no. Is this going to work out? Did, did you guys feel a bit anxious, like watching our heroes to see if they're going to make it or not? Right well, when yes. they when they said that there's a season four yeah. and they go through all those hoops, I'm like, I'm I'm still good. But although, like, I am, I constantly am wondering, you know, anybody well, could die though. Where's anybody? Miller? Where's Miller? What's going on? I mean, but if it hadn't gotten renewed, that ending would have left me exactly. Smack oh. exactly. I would have been not happy. But I have Either. a question from the chat. It is from oh. Michael Pia. Does Bobby miss Avasarala? Of course she does. <laughs> we are, yeah, we love yes. her. Yes. Yeah, they, they became such uh, an odd companionship, I, I suppose, in mm-hmm. the end there, but, but weirdly healthy and good for, for both parties and uh, cheeky and fun, and I, I really I really enjoy that relationship. It's quite similar to Shorena, except we're a little more cheeky. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Well, it, it works because they're both such strong female characters that finally someone they can actually butt heads with and be a formidable, like, witty mental opponent. Right. Yeah. 
I love it. I love how they can be just so brutally honest with each other and not be too emotionally attached to yeah. those words. <laughs> I feel like Bobby learned more leadership from Vasarala, seeing how she and, sort of played chess with everybody. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. I think uh, Bobby's become a, a much more of a thinker yeah. than she was when she was just in the military. Uh, then we had Amos and Anna. So one of their examples of similarity is uh, they both essentially can see what needs to be done and do it, which is like, yeah, that's the, I like when Amos goes, yeah, that's me too. But very different reasoning behind that sentence. Yeah, I mean, and that's and that those two I could see. I mean, granted, I love Elizabeth Mitchell, so it's like I could see something even maybe even there if there's if there's no. She you has know, a wife. She's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. What happens on the ship yeah. stays I mean, on the ship. It doesn't mean, oh, here's the thing. She can have a wife, she can have a kid, but it doesn't mean that Amos can't, you know, have those feelings. <laughs> I mean. I like how that, this is a moment, but uh, Bobby's all, I'm going to sip my tea. What happens on in the ring stays in the ring. Oh, boy. Uh, well, actually, a couple that we kind of shipped a little bit, but not really didn't happen. Naomi Drummer, when Naomi gets to finally see what how messed up Drummer is, um, and then them wanting to get that suit, which that's super helpful to have her walk around. <laughs> Though t- potentially, what kind of gravity they have? I'm like, as long as they have no like official gravity going on, she could float around and. Grab. No, and I'd love to see that thing in person, just to yeah. see what it, yeah, like to see what it looked like. Yeah, the feet. Did you get to see the, the yeah the the robotic legs? Yes. Yeah. They look really awesome in real life. They looked really heavy. I think they were. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how Kara figured out how to do it. It was it looked amazing in the end, I think. Especially with the sound effects of everything moving right. around. Yep. Well it's probably good to have them heavy because then it helps her act in it in terms of like having to really lift to walk. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I think it did. I think it did. Yeah. I find Bobby and Amos have become more and more alike. They had similar reactions but for different reasons when they were asked to give their weapons up to Diego mm. when mm-hmm. they went on the ship. Yeah, they they are. They they're both sort of a a bit, I guess, a little odd in their own ways, but but very um, strong in, in their opinions and how they think, and they they really like stand up for themselves and speak up when when is necessary, and don't really care how the other person takes it if yeah. it's important to them. So yeah, yeah, they are, I guess. Well, uh, actually, that's a great segue into when caring what someone thinks about you, Melba and Anna, that conversation. Oh, I love that one because Anna just comes to Melba and goes, maybe I could see you as a person. And then I don't really care about you and I'm not really sure why. And admits she wanted Amos to kill her and you don't get the easy way out. How did you guys like that conversation? (sighs) (laughs) In the prison cell, it's like, oh, yeah, I kind of want you dead. True. Um, I found it fascinating because it feels like they're both rubbing off on each other. Sure. She's becoming, she is human, so she had the selfish moments when she stayed on the ship. And then she had an also selfish moment when she kind of wanted to kill the woman that killed her friend, the only real friend that she had on mm-hmm. the ship. And it was sort of interesting watching the interplay on her face, but she should have killed her. I'll say that again. <laughs> She's like, oh, no, kill her. No. <laughs> That was bad. Kind uh, of more of a being alive, maybe. Say it again. It's it's sort of the she's. I think that the guilt is better to for her to live with because that feels like more of a punishment. True, very true. Um, In the chat, Dina McCombs. 
thing that she's got that makes her so so strong. Oh yeah, that <laughs> blocker on her arm. Oh man, yeah, when Ashford takes it off later. I was like, wow. Like, Stop! Yeah, I was like, what are you yeah. doing? Danger Row Robinson. Yes. Danger Row Robinson. I was like, here comes the Hulk. <laughs> yes. Uh, Deanna McCombs in the chat says Anna is more of a surrogate mother figure to Amos, bringing that back again because I think Amos mm. is looking for more of an emotional connection and getting the family on the Rossi and then adding you, I think is going to help him grow more as a person. Cause he'll have more in similarity as far as like being a soldier and following orders mm -hmm. to you than some of the other people on the ship. I think they'd be a really uh, lethal team. Yeah. Uh, then we have the skiff with the bomb and apparently it made a small change, but not really. And Ashford remembered, as you said, he um, remember kind of what Holden said. Uh, Naomi Drummer, oh, when they finally get to see Holden and Naomi and they get their embrace, it was so, like, aw, all the feels. Are you shipping, uh, are you good with that ship of uh, Naomi and Holden? Yes, I love them together. <laughs> They're such a couple goal. <laughs> Pardon? They're such a couple goal. Yeah, they're, they're um, uh, what is it called? Relationship goals. Yes. Maybe well, not. I mean, the relationship's a bit like, woo. But, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <you know. laughs> well, they have their moment where one, he kind of updates her about Miller, and so she's on the same page and explains it to her. But also, um, later, when they have the moment in that, like, elevator kind of space, I felt like that was them both going, let's forget everything that's happened, because we might die. I forgive you. I love you. Okay, we good? We good. Yeah, I mean, t not to mention, it's like they've been apart for a while. They've, now yeah. they've, they've actually had some, like, physical separated space yeah. to really think about. And, the, I mean, they kind of had the reunion, then they left, and then, then they left each other. Yeah. So to, to really just kind of heal for a bit. Yeah. Uh, we get Monica's, uh, our news updater, which was a great way to get information to the masses. Now, on set, did you get to see, are you guys looking at a little green screen, essentially? Uh, oh, no, we're looking at nothing. Okay, cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, We're just putting a clear, comm-shaped bit of plastic. What, what, what is the comms? And then there's nothing there. We just sort of have to be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I hear what you're saying. And that's kind of how that works out. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was wondering but if But we know pretty... what. Usually we have an AD that reads out the lines so that we know what we're taking in. Do they read it dramatically for you or very factual? Then no, this happened. No, it's a big Canadian dude speaking very monotone. <laughs> yeah, and I think when we had, yeah, when we had the guys here like Hass and Wes, like that's what they were saying. It's just like it's like it's almost like oh, you know, like, they're almost. It like, is, and usually, you know, those people are our friends now, so it's really hard to keep a straight face because it's just so, so weird for them to be saying those words. Ah, true. Mm. Uh, oh, then we get the power kind of triad we get ashford kunis and lucas so commander um it was a commander yeah commander kunis who's um another example of representation there's another asian guy for you and he didn't die rick yeah i know it's interesting i was, I was looking at this guy and i was like i was like okay he's got he's got a man bun and he's got a, and he's got <laughs> and he's got a beard and i was thinking it's like if i could do those two things i might look cool too but i can't grow a beard and i can't grow my hair that long because i don't have the patience so i love him he's on killjoy Oh, cool. Uh, they were great all together because they're, when they're trying to figure out the plan and they're thinking that the laser could destroy the gate, but that would mean they'd be trapped there forever, which is a really creepy thought. Save humanity and we all die or try to get out and everyone and all of humanity dies. Decisions, decisions, right? 
and then Captain, okay, then we get Bobby back. We get Captain Lucas and is like, all right, Bobby, you need to be prepped to defend. But Bobby has a great question of like, can what are we defending against? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair question to ask. Yes. Well, no, because before, when she came in in season three, like, that's not something she would have done. She's been like, yeah. okay. No, no. But after everything been... that she, yeah, yeah. Everything she's seen now, yeah. it's it's a question. It's like, wait, why? What yeah. is going on? Smart question, you know, and, and people, most people would want to know, why would you not ask that? Yeah. It can help prepare you, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, we get Holden and Mil- Miller finally comes to see him, but nobody gets to see it. But at least it's on camera, and I like that drummer and Naomi see it. And drummer goes, I don't know what you see in him. <laughs> get a little bit of humor. <laughs> yeah, good little comment. But he knows how to fix it, which was exciting. Uh, Kamina, oh, Kamina drummer. I like that moment, too. With her and Ashford, and they should talk in person. It was like, uh-oh. And then they all kind of leave, and they tell Amos and Alex and Monica, go get that message out and Ashford will kind of stop you, but Alex makes sure to bring Anna, because that was a moment where I'm like, yes, get Anna, because numerous times in every episode, they're like, you're really good at this, at talking to people and getting people to relax and calm down. Um, Did we think she would be the mass broadcast message person? Was that a surprise for anybody? At the very minimum, um, the speechwriter, because that's her forte. True that. But since she's a minister and she stands in front of people and Mm -hmm. her connections usually, that made Total sense. The only other sense it would have made is if they'd had Monica Stewart do it, but not as many people know her the way they knew Anna from saving, from turning in, um, what's his name? Salvador. Yeah. 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 Uh, We also learned Ashford was not about getting the signal out. He pretty much just wanted to fight back, which not good uh, motivation there. But Um, seems very on character. Yes, I think he's motivated by guilt, by wanting Belter respect. Yeah. And his wanting to um, make up for some of the bad things that he's yeah. done. And now we're pretty much almost to the section where talking about that fight, you're saying, Frankie, your bit. Uh, so the broadcast team, we have Alex and Anna. And one, everybody leaves unfinished business, which is kind of true about when someone dies. And Anna makes a great point of, one, everybody thinks they're doing the right thing. And then hate is a burden. And that's when I, I wrote down that I'm like, yes, she's a moral compass. And he respects that. Uh, so then that moment when Bobby and the team approach, it was actually comedic when they call out to each other. You announce like, it's Bobby Draper and Alex. That was really funny. I know. It's like, I know. It's like, like, just say something. Just say something. Say hello. But right. Just, you hear bullets flying first. Yes. That was hilarious. I really enjoyed, I I thought that was a good moment to play and to watch. It was, it was funny the second time to. (laughs) <laughs> so then what are you what's going on okay so you're pretending to fire bullets but I mean, are there sound effects for you guys or just like just imagine pow 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 and then now yell something uh, on that day they had sparks um, oh they did mm. cool that were really close so during the rehearsals we didn't look so badass because we were all wearing safety goggles which nobody yeah. likes to do but you know we like our eyes so we should protect <laughs> them um but on the day they just had a spark maybe I mean, not even that far from me. That would go as I would shoot shooting. And then, yeah, you just have to make sure not to make sound effects with your mouth because it's so easy to go. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) I want to see that on the blooper reel. Yes. (laughs) And they had a bunch of those around. So everyone could really feel that kind of energy and, and really respond organically to those sounds and those lights. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, that's when, 
Now, do, do you, uh, I mean, Bobby suggests it, but Frankie, in this moment, did you feel that it's true that maybe Holden is not the same? Um, no, I think, I think, she, I think she always believed in him. And so I think so did I. All right. I just want to hang out more on the Rossi Crows. So I was just okay. like, yeah, let's hang out with those guys. So we've, <laughs> um, but no, I always, I, I really like that scene that they had with Holden where he was talking to Miller, but you couldn't see him in that moment yes. because it implied why people would feel like he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I totally forgot that that scene existed. And I'm like, oh my God, he does look totally insane. <laughs> but I think she, I think Bobby and I always had trust in, in, in that character, in that person. Yeah. Well, then yeah. he, so yeah, that great fight you had. So did you kill the other officer then, or is she just unconscious? Uh, she was unconscious. Okay, cool. Because I don't he wanted either of them to die. But, right, yeah. right. But Amos shoots the other yeah. one and... Because that's yeah. what Amos yeah. does. Yes. <laughs> Amos is, yeah. Uh, kind of going off of that, of how you, um, everybody kind of trusts in Holden, which he has that great kind of line at the end when they approach the bridge. And he said, we are all, uh, you know, pretty much automatically we're reaching for violence because we can't figure out what to do. And mm-hmm. maybe, you know, we should try something else, which it's like, thank you, Holden, for those words of wisdom. But I mean, but in this world, it's like that's what we do, right? Like, if, if we always fear the unknown, yeah. and so by fearing the unknown, it's like attack. Yep. But we've learned that you can't attack the ring because the ring has much better toys than we have. Yes. But actually, speaking of attacking, though, that works out amazingly well because then Melba for the win and knocks the power out, gets the reboot, and it works because pretty much all the ships had shut down. I was pleasantly surprised with Melba because before I was like, I don't care about this character. You're horrible. All the things you've done. And now with her question to Anna of and what you do at the end of your life. Oh, no, she's talking to Ashford. Mm-hmm. What the end you do at the end of your life make up for what you've done. And I feel she's earned her spot back See, I mean, a little bit. I mean, that's my problem. Is like I that's like the one thing I didn't maybe kind of didn't like in the storyline was like I felt they foreshadowed that a little too much. Ah. So then when she did do it, I was like, yeah, okay, that kind of. I would rather oh. have like maybe like not seen that scene or like maybe like had those words back and forth. And then she did that, I'd have been like, oh wait, what's going on here? You know, I might have been more like, oh, this is cool. I didn't mind the discussion, but they do cut to her a lot during that scene. So maybe if they hadn't shown her so much that we kind of forget she was in the room, that could have been a little more surprise. Um, what did you think of that, Frankie, when Melba turns around and essentially saves the day? Uh, I thought it was awesome, but uh, I think that in that scene where she talks to Ashford, when he turns around and walks away, Nadine did this wonderful thing where she went from like, you know, is that possible to like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yes. what I'm gonna do. So I think it, it it was, if you read that look, I think it's sort of still a surprise that she saves the day, but um, I really liked it. I, I wasn't expecting it to look like that. I was there on the day, but um, and Nadine was on wires and everything. But yeah, she scared me in that last bit. <laughs> I didn't know she was going to come in like, <sighs> yeah, and knock him down like that. But um, I'm glad she saved the day because then we're all still alive and well. Yeah, well, we get the montage at the end. Bobby kind of has joined the Rossi. Um, there's a new frontier, 13 inhabitable systems. And the, then kind of a question for everybody. Uh, we have Holden kind of narrating at the end that suggests that Miller, 
quote unquote Miller wants the ring gates, the ring to be open from the beginning. Was that a plan? And are humans part of the plan? So do we think that that was the Miller protomolecule person's goal, like to get humans to do what they did? Like, is it one of those, did we fulfill, are we self-fulfilling prophecies or is there a better purpose? I was like, that narration like really kind of struck me. I was just like, huh. I was like, that's really interesting to think that, you know, you've, you've been guided to do this thing, but now like Holden's really questioning everything that he mm-hmm. did or that, or like he put a lot of trust in the Miller apparition. Yeah. And now he's like, now that everything's done and everything seems cool, but he's quest- he's questioning this next thing that's going to happen next season. Yeah. It feels like, he realizes it isn't so much that he's trying to save humanity. He wants him to do something for him, sort of like he's a key mm-hmm. that is going to open the door to whatever it is that they want. Whether that brings more danger to humanity of whatever entity killed the originators, the protomolecule doesn't really care about humans like that. It's just trying to figure out what's going on. Frankie? Yeah, I, I think similar. It's it's so fascinating to think, even I forgot that that's not really Miller. That's yeah, you know that's not the Miller that we all know and love. So, but you just forget because he's so charming and he explains things in such a, a unique way, and and that makes you believe that like no, he's still human and all those things. But we'd be fools to think that really because yeah. he is a protomolecule. So, I am excited to see what comes of this. I I don't know what to expect. Obviously, I haven't read the next book, and um, but usually, not not everything is okay. Otherwise, mm. we wouldn't have to save the day. True. So I, I, I think it. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what to expect. Oh yeah, no, totally. It's up for who knows what because he does point out Miller, Miller Proto says, you know, gonna need a ride. <laughs> also, I want everybody's thoughts on, and then please leave comments down below on this one. That kind of. As essentially they're going through, I think, it looks like it's supposed to be the ring. It almost looks like water coming down. Right, it's coming down, yeah. But there is, like, a something that comes at Holden's face, and he has kind of a blank look after. What do we think that is? And did did you notice that? Someone noticed that in the chat, and I just can't find the person's question. I think it reset him or added, like, a a new... um, A new... A new motivation for him to go through the ring. Okay. Right. I don't know. I was, I, was, I, was, I was hoping I was going to see, like, maybe, like, Holden's face change a little bit. Like, maybe the eyes go blue or something. So, like, I was, like, I was trying to pay attention Even more. to that. Yeah, so I was trying sure. to pay. Right, right. I was trying to pay attention to that to see, like, hmm, you know, like, maybe. But I said I didn't see it. But I did think that was, like, the effects were really cool. Frankie? Yeah, I, I actually did not remember that in the script. And when I saw it, I was just as confused as you guys. I, I don't really know exactly what that meant. I know that that was them passing through the ring, but I don't know if there's anything more significant than that at this stage. I feel something is hitchhiked on Holden now. I don't know what that something is because he had this great um, look on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Great, like, look on his face of it, you you know, he's just like, focus, look, and then it was blank. So I go, "Mm." Yeah. Okay. Thoughts, it's Frankie? so I could actually find out what it is. I could just email. There you go. <laughs> yeah, send that, an email that, and tweet at us what yes, it is. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. Hey guys, this is what it is. Woohoo! But um, it might be 
it might give away next season. So true, like, true. You know, I think the only other crazy bit that kind of happened was the awesome uh, runaway and fight scene with Holden and Naomi and Drummer getting away from Diogo. And the Diogo had the armor, and I knew something was going to go wrong. Not surprised he took it. So even though it's not really yours, Frankie, were you as, like, as having acted as Bobby, just a little bit irked when you see this other person has taken your armor and is wearing it? Uh... No. <laughs> okay. I was slightly relieved because ah. I was like, oh, hey, I don't have to wear this. I saw that ah. I didn't have to wear it in the whole last episode. I didn't know exactly why that was. But when I read it, I thought, that's kind of clever. That's pretty funny because obviously I'm, I quite like the character and I thought that he was he's quite reckless. So it would be a nice way to see the armor in a, in a different light. And also – I don't have to wear it all day. So it was, um, Hilarious. It, was, it was kind of a relief. But I always wondered, like, would it even fit him properly? I, I, yeah, I, I was thinking that. They're like, not the same height. He's maybe, like, same height or a little, oh, bit, okay. a little bit shorter. But, um, it's adjustable. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh. I think I'm pretty sure they would have you, figured it out. Frankie, you bumped something. We don't see you now. Oops. No, we can still hear you. Oh, we can, oh, we can, yeah, we can totally hear you. That's great. Okay. There we are. There you go. Um, actually, that reminded me. We kind of talked about it before, and now we can ask you for verification. How heavy was that armor? Uh, it's forty-five without wow. the helmet pounds, Woo. and then it's sixty with it. Woo. Wow! So My didn't need gosh. to go to the gym, just walk yeah, around in that say, thing. Yeah, it's gonna work out. <laughs> oh, I did need to go to the gym because I, I'd done a lot of strength training because it, well, just in general, it was a good idea. And then I found out that it was made it more functional for me to wear the suit also. So sure, I would say. Stronger um, now that I that I have to wear it, but it does hurt the shoulders a bit, especially sure. if you're doing a 12 to 14 hour day. Oh my gosh! Right. Um, I'm afraid we're at the end of our time with you, Frankie. Thank you so much. Were there any other comments you guys. on the finale that you wanted to add? No, I think you guys have covered it really well. I'm stoked you asked me to come and talk to you. Oh, all. we're yeah. happy to see you. Happy. Hopefully, somebody will have you in here. Just really quick, because I kept forgetting to ask every single person that came in here. So the show has been dropping week after week after week. Now that it's on Amazon, there's a, there's a chance they'll, they'll drop the whole season at once. I mean, do you do you have a preference? Like, would you rather be able to binge it versus having to wait like 13 mm. weeks? I'm a binger. All right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, is there any other projects you're working on right now that you want to let people know about? Uh, not at the moment. I, I, I'm in, in a little bit of Mortal Engines that Peter Jackson made. Um, that's yes. coming out in December, so have a look. I've got a different accent in that one. Awesome. <laughs> Can you one. tease it? But, Your accent? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> but it's kind of similar to Show Rays. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Do you have any conventions that you're attending or events that people can know about? Uh, no, I'm not really a, a convention girl. Usually we go to San Diego Comic Con, but um, so you might see us there. All right. Yeah, and then usually we go to like New York cool. and other things. But uh, the next one coming up, I would assume, but I'm not. This is not an announcement. Might <laughs> be San Diego. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Well, uh, off the record of that, cool. Uh, thank you so much thank again. You, thank you, thank uh, where you. can people thank find you. you online if they're not already following you? Um, I'm on Twitter now, which is cool. Frankie Adams with two Fs, and then I'm on Instagram, and it's just Frankie Adams. Yeah. 
Cool. <laughs> Very well, original. Congratulations on the next season of The Expanse. We look forward to seeing more of Bobby and hopefully more of you as well. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for watching the show. It's so cool to have the support. Thank, Thank you. you. Love the show. Bye, Bye Frankie. Cool. And cool. then um, we're pretty much, unfortunately, out of time. Yes. Uh, so any other final thoughts on the finale? Great. It's a great show. I'm glad I'm glad we're going into a season four because it would be weird. I mean, it, it would have ended okay like this because it's kind of like a weird open end, end, end whatever. But yeah. I obviously like real closure is the best. Of course. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be all out war between the Belters finally trying to get their own rogue planet. And then, of course, Mars and Earth fighting over everything since we're humans and we can't share. I agree with the hu we're humans and we can't share, but if there's 13 inhabitable systems, I feel there's enough for us to spread out. Yes. But uh, we will find out again. Thank you so much to everybody who's watched, tuned in, iTunes. Uh, make sure to give it a thumbs up, subscribe, five stars, iTunes. Let people know about this as a podcast. The Expanse is over for now, but it does not mean we're gone. As well as thank you to all the fans for helping save The Expanse that there'll be another season on Amazon. So, again, thank you so much. Thanks for the people joining in the live chat. Where can they find you all? And uh, what other shows are you on on AfterBuzz that they can follow you? Cherry? Hi. You guys can find me at one, the 100 Tuesday nights. And you can follow me, underscore, you can follow me, Cherry underscore LA, on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, guys. And I'm Rick Hong. You can find me on all social media at Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G. -I, I do Netflix picks every Sunday at 7. However, I'm about to go into Cobra Kai, recovering the final last few episodes and then also every Sunday for the next few weeks I'll be doing the Glow After Show which is already online we just did the first episode today so please tune in Awesome. And my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. You can find me Sundays on Box Office Breakdown. We talk about what movies came out over the weekend. Marvel TV Weekly as well as Mon uh, Sunday night. Mondays is Handmaid's Tale. Tuesdays is Horror Movie News as well as After Buzz Anime Reviews. We're talking Full Metal Alchemist. And be sure to follow me online because I'll be going to Anime Expo and Comic Con. So you're going to want to get that kind of exciting coverage. Again, thank you so thank much you, for thank watching, you, thank you. and we'll see you all thank next you, Great season. Great Bye. season. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.